It's your girl, Christina Tiana. You already know I'm sending all my love and support to anybody who's tuning in right now. I am here with my very good friend and co-host for this episode, Nathaniel. A new friend we have. I brought Nathaniel on because we wanted to discuss a very important matter. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the mass shooting that happened in Pulse nightclub in Orlando. Killing 49 people. I can't even imagine what it feels like to be someone who lost someone in that nightclub. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a unfortunate situation. It strikes home for you and I and a bunch of different people who are in this community together. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, right. it's really it's, sad. It's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. That's the perfect word, in my mm. opinion. What do, you, what do you think about it? Like, how does it make you feel knowing that people out there are still very hateful yeah i mean you know i i think that as a society especially here in the u.s you know what i mean i can't really speak for any other places in the world you know but um you know societal aspect of us you know it's 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 perceived and it has been perceived so well over the past couple of years but this just sets us back you know, and that's the the most disheartening part. Right. You know, is that we're being set back as a community. Right. You know, and it sucks because stuff like this happens and oh, we're brothers and sisters. We need to come together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Any other time of the year, any other time period, you know. It's like it, why does it have to why does it have to come down to this? When it's a tragedy, it's like we all want to come together. Right. We're all a family. Right. You know? Any other time it's like we're hateful of each other. Right. You know? Now, as a gay man, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about how it was for you growing up as a kid. Um, you know, I I've had a pretty good childhood. I will say I have had the least amount of um of, of hateful acts uh, put upon me. It's been a, a rocky road. You know, my my family is super duper religious. I come from a very religious background. Um, I haven't had the best life, you know, but nothing comparable to to a lot of these stories that a lot of other people go through. You know, right. at least I wasn't kicked out of my own home and different things like that. It, it is unfortunate, you know, but uh, for growing up, you know, I just brushed everything off my shoulders, normal and easy, you know, um, because that's what you got to do. Right. You know, keep living life and, and, and do what it is that you do. Right. Was it one of those things that you tried to hide from your parents until you were ready to kind of tell them? Or was it one of those things that, like, your parents just caught on? I, I never. I never. I Technically, I didn't even come out. You know? I still haven't even come out. I'm 19 years old. It's, it's just that thing. You know? And I always ask people. People look at me like, yeah, but you haven't come out. And I said, okay. I said, well... I was in the car with, with my girlfriends actually the other day and it was four of them and I said, let me know if you guys have ever come out as straight, you know, and they're like, no. And I said, you never put it into that kind of perspective, did you? And they said, no, I actually have never even thought about it that way. It should just be the norm, 
You right. know what I mean? It's not a choice, as people would, right. would assume, you know. Me cross-dressing and, and wearing the, the wigs and weaves and makeup and nails, that's all a choice. Right. Would I be myself without those things? No, unfortunately, you know, because it that's just who I am. But is my sexuality, what I identify as, a choice? It, it really isn't. You know, right. It comes down to, you know, who you truly are. Yeah. Now, even in school, right, like through middle school i feel like it's such a hard time for a child Mm -hmm. middle school because i feel like that's when they're really trying to understand even who they are you know trying to figure out certain things about themselves maybe why they like to dress a certain type of way or why they like certain types of things certain types of music but at the same time i feel like it's that age where kids are really mean yeah you know kids get picked on and they try to be very you know if you're not like me, then you're not cool. Then we're going to make fun of you. Yeah. You know, one of those things. Did you ever have that kind of experience? Totally. Um, I think the biggest and most important aspect of it is comfortability. You know what I mean? You always want to be comfortable. Right. Especially with yourself, you know. It, and again, it doesn't matter what other people think, you know. And I, it's it's, it's ironic because, again, it's a double standard. It's a, it's a two-way street. It doesn't matter what people think. But at the same time, you want to be accepted by the people that you love. Of course. You know? So you can't always say, oh, it doesn't matter what people think. I don't care what people think of me. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, they're just going to have to accept it. They're just going to. But you're like, damn, you know, it's my parents, my cousins, my friends, my family, my whoever it may be. Right. Um, the most important thing for me personally is to always be comfortable with whatever it is that you're doing. Because, you know, people have, have things that they like more than others. Mm-hmm. You know, so it might be fashion. It might be uh, a music choice. Right. It might be, hell, whatever the hell you do with your hair or your makeup or whatever. Right, You know? And that's something that you kind of have to get people used to. Right. You know what I mean? You Sometimes you don't want to force it upon them. You want people to accept you. Right. Literally. Gradually, too. Because I feel like to some people and especially parents Mm -hmm. too much information might be a little bit overwhelming yes so i definitely so but you were never afraid to be who you are never um my grandmother has been a pastor for the past i want to say 20 plus years yes she my grandmother's been a pastor for for uh 20 plus years she's always been accepting of me you know she's a, a pentecostal christian pastor you know um, she's let me dress up in her skirts and her heels when I was three, four years old yeah. and run around the house. And, you know, um, and my parents, you know, they all they have also been uh, accepting of me and who I am. Um, it was a little harder for them, of course. It's easier said than done. Oh, you know, wh- why don't your parents just accept you or other adults, other parents saying, oh, you know, it's not it's not that big of a deal. I, I would love my kid. You know, regardless. Right. But and sometimes the, it's just not that easy. It's just not that easy. But when it's their kid. Right. All help. It's another close. story. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So do you identify as a cross-dresser? As, you know, transgender? Mm-hmm. As just a gay man who yeah. enjoys, you know, fashion? How yeah. do you how do you put that into perspective? It it. it becomes a, a tricky situation um and this goes on to uh dating life it goes on to introduction as as anything as an employee as a friend you know what i mean um my sexuality i am gay because i am still male right you know um 
Am I transgendered? Absolutely not. Do I feel transgender? Absolutely not. Is there anything wrong with transgender? Absolutely not, you know? Um, and then it's weird because you never want to consider cross-dresser asexuality, you know what I mean? Or, or your sexual identification. Mm-hmm. It's kind of more so a label as negative, negative as a... Or excuse me, as negative of a connotation that the word label has. Okay. You know, because people always say, "Oh, I, 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 you know, I don't want to be labeled right. as one thing or another." It's right. a label. Right. You know, you're categorized as one thing, and is that a familiar right. uh, category? No. Right. But it's considered something still. You know. So yeah, I, I, you know, I do cross dress, and I always have ever since I was young. Right. You know? And it only gets more and more and more dramatic as I get older. Of course, you know. From skinny jeans and 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 t-shirts from Deb and Rue Twenty One, yeah. and moving on to rompers and shorts, and you know now that I'm a little older, I'm doing skirts and dresses, and yeah. you know, so it's just it's just a, a, a evolution, you know. So it's just cross dressing. Being transgender has never once crossed your mind. It's not a thought. Is it something that you see yourself doing in the future, or is this just yeah, who you are? You want to have. You want to be who you are yeah. inside and out. Yeah, exactly. It's never been um, a thought that's crossed my mind. I've never been like, you know, damn, maybe I am a woman. You know what I mean? Or maybe that's who I identify as inside. Right. You know, never once crossed my mind. Because I know many people who cross dress. Yeah, of many course. people. And it's so funny because it's so um, accepted to be a lesbian who cross dresses. Right. It's not the biggest deal in the world. You know, and so it's so funny. But God forbid, you know, a guy wears a, a hoodie from Pink, you know, or, or something like that. Right. Just an example. Right. It's the biggest deal in the world. But you know? know, I feel like it's not just males because a male can wear a dress and someone can look at them like, why is there, why is that a guy in a dress? Yeah. But a female can have short hair, wear baggy pants, sneakers, and you know a guy's t-shirt mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be yeah, whatever. and they can still get looked at like why is she wearing like, that okay. you know who you know like just almost as if it's like if it's weird yes you know mm-hmm. so i feel like it's one of those things where it's like that person is just being or trying to be who they are yeah you know and it's such a difference between being transgender and being a crossdresser yes and then being a drag queen. A lot of people that are uneducated think, oh, you know, they must be a drag queen. Right. You know, I mean, it's 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 so funny. And I've, I've heard uh, many different interviews and many different, uh, you know, open discussions with people saying, I don't want to be a societal clown. Yeah. You know, I'm not here for anyone's entertainment. You know, it's... It's it's really really interesting to think because a lot of people don't get in the you know nitty grittiness of it all. People don't get into to deep enough discussion to really know. And unless you have a discussion with either someone that has gone through it or someone that is super close with someone that's gone through it, you don't know the ins and outs. Right, and you, you never know? will. Exactly, and you never will. So, in a nutshell, you've been blessed. Absolutely. That's um, that's, and you know I can sort of relate being a gay woman Mm -hmm. or a a lesbian female, whatever, however you want to go about it. I have been blessed as well. You know, I haven't been a victim as far as I've never been kicked out of my house. You know, my family has never turned on me. Mm -hmm. I've always had support from those who love me. And at the end of the day, that's really all that I can ask for. You know, 
So I think it's important to kind of encourage people to be who they're going to be regardless. Mm -hmm. But what would you say to someone who's afraid? You know, what would you say to someone who's like, this is who I am and I want to be who I am. But can I, you know, will my parents accept me? Will my friends accept me? Will I be, you know, fired from my job? Yeah. You know, one of those things. Um, I, I would tell them again, comfortability is key. Um, as long as you're comfortable with yourself, but please, please be as safe as possible. Right. You know, there are a lot of key points that you have to hit. Everyone's life is different, you know, and if you feel like it is not the right time, sometimes you do need to take risks. Right. You know, and of course that's important. It's very important. But at the same time, it's like, keep in mind that, um, you know, there might be consequences after. And right. you just have to be strong enough to go right through them. Right. Push right through them. There's going to be a bunch of obstacles that come, you know, right. uh, uh, you know, in your way. But you got to be strong enough. Absolutely. And you just got to push through it. And like they, like they say, what was the campaign, the slogan a bunch of years ago? It gets better. Yes. You know, it does. It will get better. Right. You know. Right. Now, it's, it's funny because, you know, talking about the slogan, it gets better. And then something like the shooting happens. Yeah. And it's like you said, it it brings us back. It like, you know, so many steps mm-hmm. far back, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those things where you take one step and two steps back. Yeah. You know, so I know you had some information about the shooter, a little bit about like who he was. Yeah. yeah he yeah, was yeah, apparently yeah. on this uh, gay Dude, social media uh, yes. app. Right. Tell me a little about that. Um. Well, I've 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 dove into the situation a little bit deeper than than other people and i've been hearing you know listening to commentaries the news people the, uh things that have people found on online and and such um they say he was of islamic background you know which again i'm assuming is true because that's what everyone is saying right you know but uh, earlier today i was sent an article where they were saying that he's one of the regulars at that club, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he was also on a gay dating app. They even had his profile picture of the gay dating app. Um, so, again, it just puts into perspective, not only, you know, is he just a horrible person for doing what he did, but it might, you know, go to show that he might have been in the closet. Right. You know, or he was in the closet. Right. He was jealous and envious of all these people that can go out with their friends and celebrate who they are. You know, gay clubs and and gay scenes are where you go to celebrate and have fun. Right. You know, there's right. never uh, um, shady vibes or no, never. anything like that. And anywhere I've been in that scene, yeah. it's been nothing but a good time. Yeah, exactly. Nothing but good vibes. It's all super duper great vibes, energy, music, dancing, you know? Right. So, so someone like that... Exactly. That someone like that that... Is that psychotic or that might, you know, might be that crazy will get so envious and so jealous. Right. You know? And it, it leads to something like this. Because I did read in the article that he had a wife. Yes. And he had, you know, he had... I don't know how many children he had, but he had a child. Mm-hmm. That was... Yeah, that was also in the article. And it makes, it makes me think, like, you know, was he envious enough that he was just pissed off that he couldn't live the life that he wanted Uh or was this all just a setup you know was he a part of this app to keep tabs on certain people yeah you know i feel like you just never know in situations like that it's super unfortunate and it makes me it makes me scared for 
because I know pride in New York is coming up. Yeah. So it makes me scared for the people and not because of, you know, don't be who you are, but mm -hmm. in a sense of just be aware of your surroundings, Yeah. you know, because for me, it makes me not want to go because, yes. you know, I don't want to be in a situation that God forbid something like this happens. But at the same time, it makes me want to go to make a point, mm -hmm. you know, to make a statement, to be like, you know what, this happened. But we're still here. Yep. And we're not going to stop being who yeah, we are. We're never going to go away. Would you put yourself in a situation? Like, would you go to Pride in New York to make a statement? Or would you play it safe and stay home? You can, that's It's also a tricky situation. You know, um, I, I would go. I would definitely go and show my support and show my love. You know, um, I would say I'd be as keen eye as possible, mm -hmm. you know, and, and try to be as safe as possible you can you can only be so safe if there's a terrorist attack you know what i mean right but um but i definitely go and then show my support and show my love and show that we're here we're not going anywhere right and i yeah. read somewhere too that there's so many people from all across the world you yeah. know from berlin to new york to paris to rome to new zealand to washington dc that are really just you know creating memorials and lighting candles and praying yes for all these people mm -hmm. who had passed away and it's funny because i feel like for for this situation a lot of people are kind of asking like well there's so many other things going on in the world why mm -hmm. is this such a big you know why is this so important right. it is important it's important to the lgbt community mm -hmm. but it's also important because of the fact that this is the you know largest mass shooting since 9-11 you know to that to me is iconic yeah. and it needs to be talked about it needs to be addressed it needs to be stopped mm -hmm. now i also i saw this video there's this guy who um he does martial arts okay and he has this class free class anybody could come in and it's a self-defense class mm. it's a self-defense class in a, in a sense of a terrorist attack so what to do in a situation like this oh so he does like you know people come in actors you know i'm assuming people who work there yeah. you know dressed up in some attire and you know there's like 30 people in a room so it's like what do you do there's four people in here with guns what do you do so he kind of guides them in the sense that, you know, we're going to act as a team. We're going to act as one. Yeah. You know, they're outnumbered. There's this guy, you know, in, in Orlando, there was one guy. There was, what, 60, 70, 80 people, maybe 100 people in the nightclub. Mm -hmm. What if all those people knew what to do? Right. You know, so in this class, he kind of guides you through that. And there's no right or wrong way to go about this. Exactly. You know what I mean? But if you have some kind of idea mm -hmm. as far as like, you know, because I feel like in some people, some 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 situations like this, some people, they go kind of crazy. Like yeah. they're like, they're I don't know what to do. Over. They panic. Yeah. You know, they panic. So in this class, he basically kind of gives them that knowledge. Like, OK, we need to act as one as a team and, you know, bring this guy down. Yes. I thought that was great. I thought that was so great. And I feel like more people should do that. Right. Because so much people will be aware. Yes. You know? And it's one of those things, like, I feel like there's so many things that people choose to stay quiet about. Yeah. This is not one of those things. Because they, you know, I feel like, and you know, let me know if you agree with, with what I'm saying, but I feel like people don't want to talk about these things because they don't want them to happen. And I feel like people won't talk about them because they feel the less that they talk about it, the less it's put out there you know it, it'll be least likely to happen and that is so false you know that is so not true 
Okay. Okay. Now, I agree, but I disagree. Okay. I agree because, you know, in a sense that if nobody talks about it, if nobody brings it up, people are going to forget about it. Right. Right. And I say that, you know, relating to stuff like this, but also I'm thinking about another huge issue uh-huh. like racism. Right. You know, so as a parent, if you teach your kid that that boy over there, he's your sa- he's the same age as you, mm-hmm. same grade, you know, fun kid. But that's a black boy. Right. That's not just another boy. Uh-huh. You know, that's a black boy. Right. That kid is going to grow up thinking, all right, he's black. I'm white. That makes us different. Different. From you know what I mean? So in a sense of, you know, racism, if people keep putting that out there, like Black History Month mm-hmm. makes no sense to me. Okay. We don't have a white history month. Okay. We don't have a Hispanic history month. Uh-huh. We have, you know, certain days that we go out and celebrate, like the Puerto Rican Day Parade and the Dominican Day Parade and all that stuff. But why why solely dedicate a month to oh, your wow. history? Because your history is our history right. as Americans. You know, so in a sense like that, as far as racism, the less you talk about it, I think the more people are going to forget. Right. And they're going to realize that we're one, we're united as Americans. Yeah. As far as terrorism, as far as a person being gay and it being quote unquote wrong, wrong. you know, if people stop talking about it that way, you know, if people just identify you as a person, mm-hmm. you know, I think it'll take away from that. But at the same time, you know, if people don't talk about that, then that gives room to hide you know what they feel yeah you know so in a sense like that then i don't think it's okay because i feel like everybody should be able to speak their minds you know everybody has a right to an opinion you know so i don't know it's it's like it's a tricky situation i yeah i mean i don't don't think it's right whatsoever right you know but i just think that that's the way people think right you know that people go about situations is oh if we don't bring it up at all right you know it 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 may never happen or it, it will never happen that's I feel like that's exactly how they think. Right. You know? And I can see why, I can see why, you know, you feel the way you do because, you know, there, there's just certain people in the world that do have that mentality. Yeah. You know? And they're real ignorant towards. Ignorant. That's exactly the word. Bigger and, and larger ordeals like this, you know? Right. Do you have anything you want to say to anybody, anybody you know, um, anybody who's listening right now? Um, I have a, a couple friends, actually, that I hung out with last week. Um, my girlfriend, Nirvana, her uncle, David, and all his friends and everyone. Um, if they're listening at all, I hope, I hope they are. <laughs> I'll definitely send this out to them. Um, you know, I love you guys, you know, and I hope that you guys are all being, you know, super duper safe. Um, I know that Nirvana has a... Uh, huge connection with you know with this nightclub uh, and so does her uncle David um, and it's just you know unfortunate um, whoever it may have been that they, they've they lost I know that her uncle knew multiple people um, yesterday I think they had already identified by yesterday morning they had already identified 15 of the dead bodies he had known 12 you wow. know, so it, it wow. yeah, I, I definitely want to send all my love, uh, positive energy. I've already reached out to um, people from her family, and we, me and her, have had multiple conversations um, about about 
the uh, incident. Yes, absolutely. Now, you told me a story before uh-huh. about how someone you knew, you know, had a connection with this nightclub. Yeah. They were going to the nightclub. Something happened. They had, a, you know, a trip that they were going on. Tell me a little bit about that story. Share that story with us. Uh, same group of people. Um, my girlfriend, Ivana, she's one of my best friends. Um, her uncle was coming up from Florida. Uh, and this was last week. Sunday, he was supposed to get here, um, and then they were supposed to pick him up, uh, JFK, LaGuardia, wherever he was landing at, um, Hurricane Watch, unfortunately, they had to move over his flight, he got here a day late, now, you know, we're saying, oh my god, you know, this sucks, you know, we want to see him already, and Nirvana's like, I want to see him already, Yeah. you know, and, um, you know, when you put everything into perspective, it's like, boom, he gets there a day late, which was too close to the night of the shooting. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm exhausted. They were, you know, in New York, uh, upstate Westchester. Then they're in Manhattan. Then they're in Washington Heights. And then they're in, um, you know, up here in Mount Pocono. And then they're this way, that way. They're going to water parks and, and out to clubs. And by the time he got back, he's like, I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah. You know, he's Anybody like, I, I, I don't even want to, to lift a finger. Right. You know, so he's like, oh, I'll pass for tonight. He's a regular. You know, he goes there four times a week, you know? Wow. So it's just super ironic. His best friend who he came up with is also a regular. He was still up here. Um, And then another really, really, really good friend of theirs, they had figured, oh, he has to be there, you know? he Like, he, he's got to be. You know, we're regulars. He, he must be there. Right. You know, they gave him a couple calls. He called back like, hey, you guys, I'm in Jersey for a wedding, you know? So again, it's just... The way life works, you know, whatever higher being it is that you believe in, if you do believe in any higher being, if you believe in the universe or, you know, Earth works itself, it's keeping you safe. Right. You know, if you want to be kept here, that just goes to show. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Listen, I truly believe that life works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad that your friends are safe. Totally. You know, it's definitely one of those things that you have to be grateful for because... You never know. It could yeah. have been you, yeah. you know, and we were talking about this before where, you know, me and my cousins and my best friends would go out to a gay club and you never think about it because you were going to have a good time. Yeah, you know, exactly. But it's one of those things like it makes me think it, it could have been me. Yeah. You know, it, it could have been anybody, you know, that we know. So I was just I was just at a gay club last week, Thursday, right. the Thursday before, you know, the incident. I mean, it's like. And again, it just puts into perspective another one, another one of my good girlfriends. <laughs> um, that's what upset her the most. You know, she's she's calling me and texting me and she's saying how, you know, it doesn't upset her because he was of a certain culture or a certain religion or whatever the case may have been. Because anybody can be a bad person. Right. You know, she's like, it just upsets me that it could have been my best friend. You know, yeah. it could be anyone that I know. Right. It's it's just so sad. Well, I definitely wanted to, you know, thank you for coming on. Of course. One, because it means a lot to me to really talk about these matters and talk about the shooting in Orlando. Um, and anybody who's listening at the moment, you know, if you are gay, transgender, bisexual, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know, don't let something like this you know keep you in fear yes you know because 
at the end of the day, I feel like we need to unite as a community. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. stand up for ourselves, stand up for who we are, you know, because it's not it's not a religion. It's not a belief. You know, yeah. we're not standing up for any of that. We're standing up for who we are. Yeah. So, you know, I definitely, definitely encourage all of my friends and family and my fellow you know friends in the lgbt community to definitely you know just stick together and just be be who you are and definitely at the same time you know sending my condolences and my love to anybody who yes absolutely you know someone it's 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 tragic you know it's a huge it's a huge tragic anything else you want to say before we wrap it up um i i would say the same thing um i do you know want to say this one thing Again, every time, like we said earlier, there's a tragedy, you know, we all feel like we need to come together. You know, I feel like because of this, stick together and stay together. Stop hating each other. You know, there are so many opposing factors that come towards us, you know? I mean, we can, we were barely able to get married a couple months ago, Yeah. you know? So it's like, stop hating each other, you know? Come together, love one another for our differences. We don't have to all be the best of friends and brothers and sisters you know what i mean but don't but respect- always yeah don't always want to be you know buddy buddy when a tragedy happens right you know it's, it's like you said come together stay together yes. i like that but just be respectful of one another we exactly. don't we all don't have to love each other you know we all don't have even have to like each other right just be respectful of each other's lifestyles right absolutely well like i said thank you so much for coming on again thank you so much for having me it's an honor of course you guys have been listening to crisscross music podcast my name is christina tiana we're gonna wrap it up if you guys have any kind of questions comments concerns please go to the facebook page facebook.com slash crisscross music podcast and leave me a comment and we'll definitely wrap it up my check one two one two you're now tuning in to the Crisscross Music Podcast with your host, Christina Tiana. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for the latest topics in the industry and awesome music. Crisscross Music.